Welcome to episode number 93 of Just Ask Rethinking Development. I'm your host, uh, Greg Jeffrey with Catholic Development Group. My partner, uh, Brian Wilburn, is off this week, uh, spending some quality time with the, with the family. Um, today's topic is I'm going to talk about troubleshooting pending gifts. So um, here's the circumstance. Uh, you asked, uh, you waited, and then you waited some more, and you waited some more, and um, you can't seem to close the gift. There's a there's an issue out there that seems insurmountable, and so you've made the ask, and the person uh, tells you they're they're still thinking about it, um, but 30 days turns into 60, turns into 90 days, and the decision still isn't made. So what I wanted to talk about today is um, what to do in that kind of a circumstance. Um, this past weekend, I ran into uh, somebody um, that was uh, a chair of a, a capital campaign for a parish. Um, and it's a relatively uh, modest-sized parish in a relatively rural area. And I actually bid on the job five years ago and didn't get the work. Um, but the reason I didn't get the work is because they wanted a feasibility study. And uh, I told them that before they did a feasibility study, that uh, if they really felt they needed $10 million to build a new church, the first thing to do, rather than the feasibility study, was to figure out where the first $8 million was going to come from or the first $9 million was going to come from. In other words, um, a parish of you know 800 or, or 1,000 families in a rural area, you might be able to you know, scrape your way to a million or $1.5 million in relatively small gifts. But if the goal is to build a brand new church uh, with a cost uh, estimated to be $10 million, the only way to get there is through really, really big gifts and quite a few of them. So my question to the committee five years ago was, um, who are those individuals who have the capacity to make a gift of a million or two million or three, three million? or, or $500,000. And, you know, to them, I'm sure it sounded like I was just delaying the process. They wanted to get on with a feasibility study, but I knew that if they were to do a feasibility study without first doing this research, that the feasibility study would come back and say, well, you can raise two or three, two or three million dollars. And actually five years later, that is precisely how events unfolded. Um, they went with another firm. The other firm didn't bother to do the prospecting necessary to find those seven-figure prospects. So they went out and talked to six-figure prospects, and the feasibility study came back and said, well, we think you can raise two or three million dollars. Um, and uh, and uh, despite that, they went ahead and launched a capital campaign for $10 million, you know, trusting in God's providence. The good news is that... Um, 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 Although they didn't, they didn't. Well, I, sh I should say one thing. Th then COVID hit, and, and so things were delayed. But they have been campaigning for my understanding is about a year and a half. The good news is they've they've gotten uh, well past the fifty percent mark on that ten million dollar goal, and so they did surpass the um, the feasibility study um, that was indicated originally. Um, um, but they're still not anywhere close to ten million dollars. And so when I inquired this past weekend as to you know why that might be, I learned that there were still um, a handful of really big potential donors out there, um, um, could be as many as 10, 
that have the capacity to make a gift of, you know, a quarter million, a half a million dollars or more. The issue is that um, they've been talking about a new church for so long that these particular individuals are reluctant to make a gift until the parish breaks ground. And of course, the parish can't break ground until they can show the bishop that they have all the money pledged. And so they're in a catch-22 situation, right? They can't move forward without the gift, and the people don't want to make the gifts until they move forward with, with the actual breaking of ground. So common sense kind of rose up <laughs> uh, uh, in my conversation with, 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 with the good folks at this particular parish. And I said, you know, one of the things that I've had to do in the past when I've found myself in this particular circumstance is to is to go to those people who have those concerns that listen i'm going to make a gift and you know we're a couple years into this thing i'm going to make a gift and nothing's going to become my money you're going to put it in the bank and just sit on it and the project ain't never going to get done that is the big concern that a lot of people who have the capacity to make really big gifts that's the concern that a lot of them uh, typically have so i said to the good folks at this parish i said well why don't you then go to these 10 individuals and explain to them that you know collectively you know, we need another four and a half million dollars. What portion of that four point five million dollars do you think you could commit to? And then give them the option. Give them not just your standard pledge form, but a pledge form with contingencies written into the pledge. For example, um, that they will make their first gift on or after the breaking of ground. I mean, that's just common sense. So look for whatever the stumbling block is and then um, find a way to word a pledge such that you remove that stumbling block. So that, I think, is probably the only the only way I can see out of this catch-22 that they're currently in, which is they can't break ground until they have the money. People won't give them money until they break ground. Um, but again, I think if they were to go to those those ten people, and particularly if they could get them, you know, in the same room at the same time, um, and and have a heart to heart talk and say, here here's the circumstance, <clears throat> you know, we've got hundreds of people who have already committed, um, uh, hundreds who have already started their pledge payments. We're sitting at you know five point five. We need to get to ten. We need four point five million. Um, the only way we're going to get that done is with a handful of very significant gifts. And um, what I'm asking of you tonight, so presumably I'm talking to a group of these 10 wealthy individuals, what I'm asking of you tonight is to ask yourself two things. Number one, um, what portion of that $4.5 million can you, can you see yourself giving or pledging over a period of years? And number two, if you have a concern that the project won't come to fruition, make your pledge as a contingent pledge, contingent upon us breaking ground. So if we can leave the room tonight with another $4.5 million in, in uh, collective uh, pledges, um, even if all $4.5 million, which, we, which you will do privately, of course, even if all $4.5 million um, are contingent pledges, we'll, we will at least have... Um, the uh, statement of gift intentions necessary to go to the bishop and say, 
here's here's the the total amount of pledges that we need in order to break ground. So I hope that's helpful. If you've got anybody that you're currently working with who um, is getting a little, little bit um, reluctant to give for fear that the project ain't going to come to fruition, or whatever the other whatever else that, that could be that's that's holding up the show, find out what the speed bump is, and um, and and think about taking your pledge form and writing in a contingency to allow them to move forward with their pledge based upon certain things happening um, in the future. So that's all we have for you today. Um, Look forward to chatting with you again next week. God bless.